Hello friends, Zachary Stockhill here from RetroactiveJealousy.com and in today's video I'm going to share what I believe to be are the two biggest mistakes that people make when they set goals. So over the past, I'd say maybe five to seven years, I've been pretty serious about setting goals. And when I talk about setting goals, I mean specific, measurable, actionable, um, very concrete goals as it relates to relationships, as it relates to finances, as it relates to productivity, as it relates to friendships even. <laughs> it's going to sound strange, hear me out. But I'm a big proponent of setting goals in different areas of life. And I don't mean to say that I'm taking the fun out of, you know, relationships and friendships. And I do believe in a certain amount of serendipity when it comes to these things. But the point is I've become much more specific and deliberate is perhaps the best word in terms of how I'm structuring my life and exactly what I'm working toward. And I got a lot of emails from men and women who are working towards goals in their relationships. And the biggest goal that many of these people are working towards is overcoming retroactive jealousy. Obviously, I get a lot of those emails because I'm the author of a book on retroactive jealousy. I create videos on this channel. People feel like they can open up to me and they often tell me, like, I really want to overcome retroactive jealousy. Can you help? Or, you know, I'm so clear on this goal. I'm 100% committed. How do I get to work? This kind of thing. Other people write to me and they're less confident or they're less clear, shall we say. They kind of say, you know, well, I think I want to overcome retroactive jealousy, but I'm not exactly sure how or even why. I'm not exactly sure if what I'm dealing with is retroactive jealousy. I get other emails from people who are less clear. And in this video, I'm hopefully going to give some people in both of those categories a bit of food for thought. So one thing that I have learned, and I've experienced this both in my personal life, in my professional life, and as well I've seen this in many of the lives of students, coaching clients, and many of my friends and relatives, frankly, um, one thing I've noticed is that human beings in general frequently underestimate how much they can accomplish. And I'm not trying to just puff you up, and this is not some random rah-rah personal developments speak with, with nothing underlying it. I mean that people frequently astound themselves with how strong they are, with what they can persevere through, and, and also what they can accomplish. And the thing that I've noticed, the thing that I've certainly encountered in my own life, is that it's so important to be extremely deliberate and specific about exactly what it is we want. Because if we are extremely specific about exactly what we want, that really increases the chances that we'll actually get what we want. So this is mistake number one, as far as I can tell. Not being specific enough about exactly what it is that you want. For example, the obvious example, given the nature of this channel and the nature of my work, Someone comes to me and they say, I want to overcome retroactive jealousy. And I would say, okay, that's fantastic. <laughs> Obviously, I think that's absolutely a fantastic goal, but it's not quite specific enough. How do you want to feel about your partner's past? What exactly does overcoming retroactive jealousy look like for you? How do you want your relationship to change? How do you want your actions and emotions to change? How do you want to change just generally you, the man or woman you are? How do you want to change? Try to be as exhaustive as possible when you're answering these questions. What exactly do you want as it relates to overcoming retroactive jealousy? Because I, I guarantee for the people watching this video, you know, hopefully hundreds, hopefully thousands of them, they're going to vary widely in terms of what overcoming retroactive jealousy means to them. They're going to have different feelings. They're going to see it differently than maybe you or I would or whatever. The point is we're all going to have slightly different versions 
of what overcoming retroactive jealousy means to us. And thus it can be extremely worthwhile, extremely useful to spend a lot of time really thinking about this, really getting very, very clear on exactly what that would look like. Now, overcoming retroactive jealousy is kind of abstract. I mean, it is and it isn't. What I'm saying is it's not a concrete goal, like I wanna make $100,000 next year. That's very specific, that's very concrete and measurable. Overcoming retroactive jealousy, it's a little tougher to measure, it's a little more abstract. So one exercise you can do when trying to get more clear about exactly what you want and how you wanna feel is try to picture yourself, let's say two months from now. How do you wanna feel? Write down like a typical day. Let's say a typical day with your partner. Like how do you wanna spend that time? What kind of things might you want to talk about? What do you want to do? How do you want to feel? Try to conjure up the emotions of overcoming retroactive jealousy as it specifically applies to you. How do you want to feel in your body, in your breath? Like, do you want to be breathing deeper? Do you want to be sleeping better at night? Do you want to be having more fun with your partner? Do you want to laugh more with them? Whatever this means to you, try to write out like a typical, let's say perfect day in a perfect world two months from now. How exactly do you want to feel? as this relates to overcoming retroactive jealousy. So that's mistake number one, as far as I can tell, when it comes to setting goals, people not being specific enough about exactly what it is that they want. Mistake number two, as far as I can tell, is not being specific enough about exactly what they're going to exchange for that goal. This is probably even a, a more common mistake that people make when they're setting goals. They're very, very, very clear about exactly what it is that they want, and sometimes they meditate on it or they you know, visualize it or they journal about it or they just sit there and just hope that it comes or whatever it is. People are very clear about exactly what they want, but they haven't thought about exactly what they're going to exchange for what they want. And by exchange, I'm not necessarily just talking about money. Obviously, depending on what your goal is, money might be a component of that. But when I talk about exchange, I'm talking about something a little more, shall we say, abstract. So. We're gonna veer into slightly woo-woo territory here, so please just bear with me. You know, I do believe that the, the universe loves balance. What do I mean by this? I mean that, for example, if I treat someone poorly, if I'm just you know nasty to someone, if I'm mean to someone unnecessarily, if I let my temper get the best of me and I take up my frustration on someone, I am pretty darn sure that that is gonna come back to haunt me, that eventually someone in my life, very, very shortly, is gonna treat me the way that I treated this person. This is just one example, but I really believe that, you know, what goes around comes around, so to speak, and that the universe loves balance. You know, in balance, I, I mean in terms of energy, really, that the more you give, the more you get. <laughs> and again, I, I warned you that we we're veering into woo-woo territory here. But, you know, if you want a, a more sort of practical application for your life, there's a lot of ideas around that about uh, manifestation. So if you just think about something hard enough and you're clear about what you want and you just sit there and think about it and think and think, eventually you bring it into your life. And again, as we've already covered, there is something certainly to be said for being very clear about exactly what you want and thus the odds of it coming into your life are much, much more likely. However, I really don't think that's enough. I think you need to think about what you're going to give for what you want. What are you going to exchange for what you want? For example, if I want more customers, if I want more students in my online course, if I want more coaching clients, if I want more YouTube subscribers, guess what? 
I can't just sit around and hope for it. <laughs> I have to make videos like this and I have to make sure that my channel is the best on this topic. I have to make sure my online course is the absolute best when it comes to overcoming retroactive jealousy. I have to do endless blog posts and you know whatever it is. I have to really, really give 100% to my coaching clients so they'll maybe give me a good testimonial or whatever. The point is, if I just sit around and hope for things to improve, the odds that they're going to improve are pretty low. However, if I give more, if I'm making sure that I'm providing more value and really just offering my gift as much as I can to the world, chances are very good that that's going to help me improve my business, improve my reach, help this message to reach more people. And it's just good for everyone. It's good for you people watching it, hopefully. It's good for students in my online course. It's good for my coaching clients and it's good for me. Again, the universe loves balance. And if you want to get more, you really have to give more. So coming back to our example of overcoming retroactive jealousy, what are you prepared to exchange for that? Some examples. Let's say you're going to devote three or four hours reading a new book. It doesn't have to be my book. You can read whatever book you want. But let's say you're going to read a new book on this topic that you haven't read before. You're really going to spend some serious time investigating this in a way that you perhaps haven't before. Or maybe you're going to exchange some money to talk to a therapist or coach. You know, just book an hour with them or whatever it is you know, get your feelings out there and really invest energy also in airing your story and sharing with someone because maybe to this point you've been scared to do that. The point is to be more deliberate and specific about exactly what you're going to exchange in return for your goal. It's not merely enough to focus on what you want. You have to also focus on what you have to give. And these, I believe, are the two main mistakes that people make when they're setting goals. Not being specific enough about what they want and not being specific enough about exactly what they're going to exchange for what they want. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.